All right. Welcome to Safe Park Golf Podcast. I'm Dominic. Derek is not here. He's got some mouth stuff going on. And for once in my life, it's not my fault that Derek's not here. It's never really been my fault, but like the running thing is he gets annoyed by me and has to take a week off. But we're joined by Jimmy from Tropicana Golf today. So Jimmy, thanks for joining us. Uh, I know Derek's super bummed. Derek's a huge fan of Tropicana and what you guys are doing. Um, he was does doing his that, best. Does that mean that you're not? Is that what that means? He's been following you guys a little bit longer. He's had more interest in it. I have been following you guys and I am interested, but he's just been doing it longer. Okay. So I, he's a huge fan. A yes, he's more interested than you. I got it. <laughs> My goal I today think, is to captivate you and make you more interested than him, sir. I think what you're doing is super interesting and I'm excited to learn about it because after the conversation I had with Thick, I'm I'm all ears. So anyways, we're here with Jimmy from Tropicana. If you don't know what Tropicana Golf is, they are I don't want to say California's premier golf league or golf club. I'll tell you what we are, bro. We're a gang. Gang. We're a golf we're but in, in a sense where we're not robbing liquor stores well i mean some of the guys probably still do but it's a um it's a golf gang like we are you know some people are like oh we're family and we're brother we're a gang bro. it's like we show up places and it's just the most fun it's the most fun i've ever had probably ever like consistently like last night we have a we have a night skins game um it's called monday night mayhem and we get 35, 40, sometimes 50 guys that go. It's a short little par three course. There's 50 guys out there. Everybody's walking, drinking. It's under the lights. It's absolutely fabulous. And you have this just bond with, with the people that are there. And you see them over and over and over because we do so much that it, it's this cool like, hey, you're my new friend. And like... I'm going to roast you. I'm going to congratulate you. I'm pooling for you. I got your back. So like, it's, it's something special for sure. And then we go eat afterward and we're laughing and it's a gang, dude. It's it's just, just minus the gang activity. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I kind of got that feeling after thick was talking. Um, And I like that you guys are affordable. You know, it's $13.99 for the monthly membership. Um, It looks like you have two different charters, charter gangs, whatever, right? (laughs) There's there's one in L.A. and then there's one in Vegas. Right. Yeah, they're, they're separate entities. It's separate but equal. We are all under the same umbrella. We all have, we're all under the USGA. So you, for the $13.99 a month, you get your, your, USGA GIN number so you can track your handicap. You're allowed to play in Tropicana events. You're invited to play in Tropicana events. You can play in SCGA, USGA events. Um, and you get all the discounts that the SCGA offers, that Tropicana offers. You get to play private country clubs. So when you are a member, you get perks there in Vegas. You get perks here. It's all under the same umbrella. I just split it up so that I know who's from Vegas and who's from LA, but you know, people come and go like they, they, they live here, they go to Vegas for vacation or whatever that is. And they, they associate with the guys out there and vice versa. It's really something, but we just started that a month ago. We got about 25 guys 
And um, I got two really good dudes, Chris Torres and Kevin Nahani out there just kind of wrangling everybody because obviously I live here in California. So I need liaisons out there. And those two dudes are fabulous. So we're, we're rolling that ball right now and it's getting going fast. Would you ever do like L.A. versus Vegas? Like that'd be kind of like a fun event. Well, we don't do versus. What we do have is what's called Battle of California. And I'm sure you've heard of Battle of California. Um, it's Northern California, which is its own separate entity. They have their own club. And we were meeting. I don't know if I should say this yet. I'm going to say it. We were meeting at La Purisima in uh, Lompoc, which is, I don't know, somewhere up there. I, I As soon as you get past like. Studio City for me, everything's Northern California. I don't know anything out there. <laughs> so it's up there somewhere. And um, it's a great course and it's it's marvelous. I mean, we have a great time. So Northern California comes down to play against Southern California, and there's a rivalry there, but it's becoming very difficult for Northern California golfers that live way up there to drive down and if they and if they want to fly they got to fly to lax and then go to la p so it's a whole thing so we've decided that in 2024 we're going to move it to vegas so now we're going to have northern california versus southern california in las vegas probably hundreds of people because it's a big territory we can have a big event and um that's the that's the battles that we do we're not doing inner squad battles. We have monthly tournaments where the guys battle against each other. Essentially, you know, they, they got to win the tournament, but I don't go Vegas versus SoCal. I mean, it's just too, it's too big for that. I have 550 guys here and 25 over there. Like, what am I going to do? You know, like, right. It's not on people, even playing grounds right now. So how did this start and how does the barbershop come into this? Because it's Tropicana golf and, uh, barbershop, correct? Yeah. And it looks like you haven't visited a barbershop since I started this company. When did you start it? Uh, 2018. I have definitely visited a barbershop since then. Were they open? Yes. <laughs> I've actually never been, I've actually never been like a barbershop barbershop. I usually go to, um, I have a lady who does it, who, who does my hair anyways. Um, it's been, I got to cut. Oh, it's been over a year because I had to get it for, like look nice. I was the best man at my friend's wedding. Nice. So I had to make I it look, look a little bit better. You look kind of like you're like metal, but then you have the glasses, which kind of like brings it down to like computer metal. You know what I mean? Like I like that. Do you, uh, do you watch baseball at all? Yeah. I kind of feel like I look a little bit like um, Justin Turner. No. What's his name on the field? Is Brandon Marsh. Okay. Okay. Yeah, he's got he's got a little bit more of a beard though, and stick straight hair. Mine's a little bit more wavy. Justin Turner's pretty good though. He's he's yeah, still Justin playing pretty Turner, good. I can see Justin Turner. I mean, if you kind of like you know put it back and trimmed it up and the glasses and whatever. But so anyway, um, if you ever want to do like a transformation of your style, come down. I'll take care of it. We'll film it. It'll be great. You know, we'll talk about <laughs> I think that'd be awesome. So in 2018. I opened a barbershop. I, I had been going to a barber that I absolutely loved. I really loved the guy. I hated the shop. Mm. Uh, the shop was loud. They had, so they, they had like 
movies going and and radio going and it was louder and shit and like it, it was miserable like i wanted to relax and just like calm down get my hair cut but you know the tvs are blasting and then the, the radio is trying to keep up with the tvs so i was like i can't do this anymore i and i wasn't going to try to fix his establishment so i just said i'm going to open my own barbershop so i opened my own barbershop i knew nothing about i'm not a barber i don't know how to be a barber i know nothing about barbary except that it's a beautiful art so i just said i'm just going to do it i'm going to open the doors I, I leased this location i said whatever i'm going to try it if it doesn't work hey man i tried um so in 2018 i opened it and it's a big space so on one side i have three barber chairs it's a traditional barber shop on the other side i was like i got room what should i do so i a buddy am i um, built a, a golf simulator in the space and we would just hang out in there and hit balls and like bring beer. And then I was like, I, this, you know, this could really be something. So I proceeded to really dive into half barbershop, half golf shop. I still have the simulator in there. I got a little putting green. I got golf apparel and that thing just runs itself now. And what's the craziest part is I have no involvement in there really except that i essentially in the beginning set the tone of everything that i wanted and it was the complete opposite of what i had so i said these are the parameters that you guys the barbers need to stay within i don't want loud music i don't want any tvs in here i want people to speak to each other and communicate and you know have an environment a positive environment of hey you know how do you, how are you doing today Cause I didn't have that. And I wanted that. So I said, other than that, do whatever you want. Cause I have no idea how to do this. And they're, they're marvelous. I mean, we've won San Gabriel Valley best barbershop of the year, three years in a row, which is a, you know, a good feat considering the fact that it kind of runs itself. You know, there's three guys in charge of somebody else's business. I trust them completely. I don't bother them. I don't tell them they, if they need, if they need something, they tell me I get it for them, but I don't step in and say, Hey, do it like this or do it like that. I don't take their clients. Cause I don't, I'm not a barber. So I think that's a big thing is that I'm, I'm away from it. I just set the parameters and forget it. And they, they handle it. So that's how that started. <clears throat> Excuse me. Um, that's how that started. And during COVID, uh, the SCGA called me. Actually, uh, Will Mayo from Rams Hill. Are you a golfer? You know anything about this? Kind of? Yeah, but we're in Minnesota. So it's very like you saying names. I don't know anything about it. Like okay. you like you saying California cities. I'm like, I have no idea. Good. That's how I feel when you say something in Minnesota, but <laughs> it's the same thing. But have you heard of Rams Hill? In Borrego Springs, no, no, it's a golf course, a marvelous golf course, top, top twenty in probably the United States. Anyway, the guy that runs Rams Hill called me and said, "Listen, I think what you should do is start a club, a golf club." And I was like, "Dude, it's COVID. Like the freaking courses aren't even open. It's like this whole rigmarole just to go play, and you got to have the pool noodles and the groups of two and no carts." And he's like, "Do it." I think it's going to work. So I said, okay, I'm going to start a club. And I didn't know anything about it. I didn't know. I had no idea. And I think that's why essentially in the big picture, this has worked because I copied nobody. 
I didn't know anything about a club. I had no clue. I had no idea as to what you're supposed to do. So again, the same thing with the barbershop. I had no idea what I'm supposed to be doing. So I did it the way that I thought or what I wanted. I wanted a place where I could go play golf and meet new people and play with more people. I had three guys that I played golf with over and over and over. One guy had a family. The other guy had a job and the other guy was a drunk. So I was like, dude, I can't get a hold of these guys. I want to play more and I don't want to play by myself. So I was like, fine, I'll take a shot and see, you know, maybe some guys will sign up. And it was boom, 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 boom. Like I just put up some Instagram things and, and promoted it and the SCGA promoted it. And before you knew it, you know, I had a hundred guys in a month and I was like, Oh, Holy shit. Like, okay. And then the next month I had 200 and I was like, Oh my God, like, I got to like pay attention to this. You know, and I had a full-time job and the whole thing. So like I started focusing on this club and I just built it into a way and into an environment that I wanted. I wanted to be able to communicate to somebody. I want to go play golf tomorrow. Is anybody interested? And that's what worked. And people really liked that. So um, that's how the club came to be. And then from there, it's just evolving every day. There's something new every day. There's somebody new every day. And it's been phenomenal. I mean, I, I don't know. I I'm, I'm steering this ship with literally no direction. I'm just going full speed. And I go, what would I want to do? If I lived in Las Vegas, what would I want to do? If I lived in California, what would I want to do? Where would I want to go? Where would I want to play? What tournaments would I like to play in? I'm not very good, but I am very good. And there's people that are worse and there's people that are better. How can I fit in this space? So I put myself in the middle and just built this giant wall around me and brought everybody inside and it's crushing man like i i'm so i'm just excited for myself because now i have so many guys to play golf with i don't give a shit about anything else i built this so that i had more people to play golf with and it's worked and from there the numbers game the money game all that other shit i set out to have more people to play golf with i can call anybody at any time just right now before you we got on this a buddy called me and said, I need two for tomorrow, or I need two people for Friday for a tournament. Who do you got? Boom. Dialed them right in. Two of our, our stud guys. And that's a great, that's a great thing to for me. Like I I wanted that. And and now I have it. So that's very important for me. No, that's super cool. So can you kind of walk me through what happens when I sign up? So I sign up. How do I contact everybody? You know, is so there, here's what happens. You, you go to our website, tropicanagolfshop.com, and there's two options, either L.A. or Las Vegas. You pick your city, you sign up, you put your information, um, your name, your email address, your phone number. We get an email and it says this person has signed up for a membership. From there, we input you into the SCGA USGA records. It generates a GIN number. You know what a GIN number is? GIN number? It's kind, kind of, of like a social security number for golf. Yeah. So you use that number and then you log into this software every single time you play. You input your score using that number. And from there, it starts generating a handicap for you 5.5, 6.5, 8, whatever your handicap is. It generates a handicap. And that's the number that you use at our tournaments. Now, I send out a weekly email every Monday. Hey, guys, this is what's going on this week. 
got it. I have this game on Monday. We have this game on Wednesday. We have this event on Friday. Sunday's this. So that's on my end. Now, if you are a member of the club, you've just signed up. I also send you in that welcome email, a link to our private Facebook page. And on that Facebook page, you go on there and say, Hey everybody, I want to play tomorrow at two 30 at San Dimas Canyon golf course. Is there anybody interested? Boom. This guy's on it. Boom. This guy's on it. Now I have a foursome filled in five minutes. And, um, you know, people have different schedules. Some guys work days, some guys work nights, some work weekdays, weekends, whatever the hell it is. There's always somebody that is available at your time and they will fill, you know, your spot. So that's how you that's how you communicate is through the Facebook group. And you have to be a member in order to get into the Facebook group. Um, But the weekly emails is where I describe everything that's going on for the week and possibly the month if it's, you know, of of important, super importance. So of those would like three days, you said, how many of those do you plan? Like how many Tropicana events are there a year? Okay, for, for instance, this week, today is, today is Tuesday. So yes. Monday, let's go back to Sunday. Let's go Sunday to Sunday. So Sunday, we had a match play finale, okay? We set up this bracket. Stephen Smith and Bruce Martin set up this bracket of 64 guys. They pay to get in, and it's NCAA style, where you keep playing until the finale, okay? So we had our finale on Sunday. So guys come out, they walk in the gallery, they watch the finale. That's Sunday. Last night, Monday, we had the Monday Night Mayhem at Arcadia Par 3. Guys come out and they play that. So that's in the email. Then this Friday morning, we have a skins game on Friday. Every Friday at Via Verde Country Club, we play the back nine. We play this cool little putting game. So that's in the email as well. And then I send the link to sign up for the current tournament that is coming up may 21st so you always get a breakdown of seven to ten days of events you know if vegas is going off there's going something there that will be in there so you get a a a seven day breakdown and usually there's about four events per week so four times four 16 events and that's 16 tropicana events not considering the ones that go on the Facebook group and go, Hey man, I want to play at three o'clock today. Who's interested. So between 16 and 20 events per month that are hosted by either myself or now we have like Michael Gonzalez and the Vegas guys, other Tropicana liaisons that host their own events, proper Tropicana events. So between 16 and 20 per month. And then do you have to play so many of those to keep your membership? type thing or oh, is it just kind of no, no. like you don't have you to play, play what you want there's a guy i actually i i was just looking at the list today and he was i think my fifth sign up i'm not going to say his name because i don't want to be a jerk but i've never met the guy he's never come once never never responded to an email never been to an event never sent anything back to me never tagged me on instagram nothing and nothing never missed a payment okay but has never ever like associated and it could just be that he wants just to keep his handicap because he plays in other events i don't know i have no idea and that's not my business you know he he pays for it it's his um so that's his prerogative but there are guys that come to every single event there are guys that come to one a month there are guys that come to one a year so there's no minimum um what's good about our tournaments is you know some of these 
uh, clubs and memberships and all this, they make you like rack up points. Like, Oh, you won a tournament, you get 400 points. And then the next one, you get 300 points. If you win or you come in, I don't know. It's like this point system. Well, that doesn't work, man. Like people have families, people have kids, they have events. Like you can't go to every event. I get it. So with our tournaments, if you go and you win, you win something right then and there. Like it's, it's a done deal. You win a trip to the finale, you win cash, whatever it is you win that day. And if you can't come back for two months or six months or two years, it's fine, you know, but at least you won a tournament, you deserve something that day, not points that you can redeem later in the, in your final cup, whatever the, that, you know, whatever that system is. I don't know that, but what I'm saying is you don't have to be present all the time. You can come when you can. And when you can't, you can't. And that's fine. I get it. People have schedules and, and we're accommodating for that. I like that because I've seen it to where it's like, yeah, you win, you get X amount and second place is X amount. And you're like, it really caters to the people who are available constantly yeah, and consistently. Sure. And yeah, it's, it's nonsense. And that's how they do it in the pros. You know why? Because they have to be there. They're getting millions of dollars to be there you know homie that that works five days a week and then his wife is bitching at him because he's going he can't go every time and i get that i understand that and i don't want you to feel like oh my god i gotta go i gotta go i gotta get the points dude not when you can and if you can't you can't i get it you know i don't i don't believe in that system they're pros we're not like have a little fun put recreational back into recreational golf i mean come on like it doesn't make any sense to me they're putting all this pressure on their guys but good hey let them do their thing and when they realize it then by then they'll be in our club anyway so is there some kind of like prize at the end of it then or is it just kind of your big group of guys who just like to play together constantly there's prizes so let's let's go back to the beginning of january and this is hypothetical and i'll go i mean not hypothetical this is a real deal but this is how it happens every single time but i'll go back to january and i'll give you a three-month breakdown so you can see exactly how it works we had a tournament in january we had a tournament in February and we had a tournament in March. We have three winners per tournament, high handicap, low handicap, mid handicap. Okay. So we have three tournaments, three winners per tournament. So that's three, six, nine, nine winners, January, February, March. Those nine winners get an all expense paid trip to Vegas for the finale. Okay. The finale we pay for Tropicana pays for we pay for your housing we pay for your food we bring in a chef chef baker comes makes these guys elaborate delicious meals we have drinks at the house we pay for your airbnb we pay for your golf you come you play in the finale and if you win the finale you are the winter series champion okay so that's what you win is the trip the experience and to me, that's better than getting a five hundred dollar check. I mean, this trip is probably two grand per person. Mm-hmm. A five hundred dollar check, and hey, see you later. Um, to me, to me, that 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 is important. We've gone to Vegas. We've gone to Rams Hill. We've gone to San Diego. We've gone up north to Satikoy Club. I mean, we change up the finale every single time and everything's included. So all you have to do is win a tournament. It's really, really exciting and really fun. This particular series that we have going on right now, which was April, May, and then June, I got a lot of requests for cash. They want cash. They want to win cash. To me, 
I don't want cash. I want to play for an experience. I want to go have fun with my boys for three days and play a different course and stay in a house and get away from society for a day. Like, but listen, it's not my club. I'm just like the keyboard guy. And I listen to the guys because that's what they want. So I got multiple emails. We want to play for money. We want to play for money. We want to play. So I said, okay, fine. We'll play for money. So once again, April, May, and June, there's three winners per tournament, three, six, nine, nine winners will compete in a finale in June for $2,000. So the winner will win $2,000, the, the winner of those nine people. So that's what they wanted. So I give it to them, you know, like it's, it's cool. Like, why not? We need to listen to, to the masses. Um, so we'll be doing that. And then from there we move on, we go back to Rams Hill and we're going to La P like, it's a whole thing. We have a, a big finale planned. And to me, that's, that's the best part. I mean, when we get those finales and I think the guys wanted to play for money because they've never been on these finales. It's a real bonding experience. We get to be outside of our local environment all together. And it's, it's great, man. And we have such a good time, but we're going to continue to do that. But this time we're playing for money. Well, and that's kind of the whole point of golf, right? Is, you know, it's not necessarily the money, but it's the experience. It's the bonding. It's you and your boys, you and your wife, you're in whoever. Sure, that's a big reason why we did our tournament out in California versus here. You know, we can do anything here in Minnesota. We have done one in Minnesota. It's, it's cool. You know, it's local give back stuff like that, but we wanted to kind of get out of our comfort zone, kind of treat it as a trip. So we're like, well, why not do it in the Bay Area? You guys are having a tournament. Okay, now I, I'm I'm I see I, I I'm overwhelmed with stuff and I confuse stuff. So it, excuse me, but I think you guys are having a tournament called something. Is this the same thing? Like, what's it called? Uh, Shindig with Odin. Shindig. Okay, yeah. so it, it, this is you and Odin. Yeah. Okay. I wasn't invited to that, just <clears throat> FYI. But um, I heard about this. I don't know. You're just having a tournament. Basically, yeah. Okay. Do you want to elaborate on that so maybe people will know? <laughs> um, yeah, so out? to my knowledge, yes. I think we have one foursome available, and it was supposed to actually go to a guy in Tropicana, but we couldn't get a group together from what I was told. They should probably let me know about this and I would help you guys like fill the spots, but sure. Yeah. yeah I was, that's all Jordan. I'm just kind of like typing away on the podcast stuff. Okay. Um, How many basically, players? What was that? How many players? 80. That's okay. kind of the max we could do was 80. Um, it's kind of, for Derek and I, it's really nice because it's intermediate amount of people, right? It's not like we're going to get overwhelmed, but it's not like a small group of like 20, you know, it's kind of that happy medium for us where we've never really done anything. 80 is a good number for sure. Yeah, I'm pretty happy with 80. Even if we get 76, I'm pretty pumped with that. Uh, we're doing it at Shoreline in Mountain View, California. No, never idea. Been to Cal no I have idea. no idea. Either. Never been there. I've never been Middle to California. California. Middle California. Do you have any idea? Bay Area, about an hour south of San Francisco. Uh, kind of more so San Jose. Oh, that's way up there. Okay. Oh, I have no idea. Somebody said that, and I was like, I don't know. Yeah. Oh, that's oh. probably why they didn't invite me. Thank you for not inviting me. I appreciate that. <laughs> <laughs> it was a trip. 
Oh yeah. Somebody's like, yeah, it's like there. And I was like, well, how far is that? And like relation to things. And I Googled it. I was like, holy smokes. Didn't realize how big California was. Yeah. Eight hours. It's, it's too far. Yeah. Minnesota, you can get from like any, so like Derek and I kind of in the Minneapolis, kind of in the middle, we can get really anywhere in like three hours. Okay. We can go all the way. We can go all the way up north to Minnesota, three hours. We can go down south in like six. Kind of, you know, right in the middle. Yeah, if you um, if you drive from Woodland Hills to um, Ontario on a Friday afternoon, it will take you three hours. And it's about 65 miles. Mm. So there you go. That's, that's, that's rough. rough. That's yeah. rough. That's very rough. So... <laughs> Well, I wish you luck on that. I hope you do well. If you need anything from me or if you need to fill that foursome and you have Tropicana guys that you need, I would gladly uh, send information about it if someone would let me know about it. And if you ever do one in Southern California, I'd be happy to help you. And I know my guys would support. It have to be bigger than 80 people, but we will will definitely support you. Yeah, I know Thick is coming. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay, that's a liability. You know that, right? That's what I've heard. <laughs> Again, that's all Jordan. Um, that's what I've heard. He, I was like, really? He's coming? They're like, yeah. I was like, oh no. no. He's great, man. He he shows up and he brings. I mean, he brings all his own alcohol. He brings cheese boards and and meats and all kind. Of, he's great. I mean, he's 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 something special. I mean, there. He was telling me about the white Russians. He was making people out of his golf cart. At one point, it's a mobile bar, bro. And, and and the greatest part is he brags about how he has this technique of how the he wraps the ice in two paper bags and then puts a towel around it. And nobody ever knows that it's back there and he gets away from the marshals. What he doesn't realize is that he doesn't know that it's not a foolproof technique because after four holes, he's blasted or thick as he says, and there's water just dripping down the back of the cart. <laughs> he thinks he's got this great idea. And we go look at Gabagool's cart and it's just flooding down. He is, um, Gabagool's like, he's an idiot savant. That's, that's, that's the best. He knows everything. You, you know, he'll tell you what to get at Jack in the box and he'll tell you how to fix his transmission. You know, like it's unbelievable. The guy has all this knowledge of, of everything, like what condiments to put on, on certain foods and how to make this. And it's like, dude, how do you know all this? But it's Gabagool, man. You're going to have, if you've never met him, get ready for it because you know, you better have, uh, you better have two pairs of underwear on, you know what I mean? Bring spare clothes in the car and yeah, all that. It's a big uh... deal. He takes it yeah, very I'm excited because he seems like such a character, but I've heard he's such a good guy. Um, one thing I really wanted to touch on is obviously like all the Manolo stuff. That's how I learned about you guys. I saw some of his videos and this was before he had blown up. And I was like, this is kind of cool. And this is back when the podcast would repost things on Instagram. And then I was like, I really don't want to do this because I'm yeah. not Derek. And I like it wasn't my vibe to just repost videos constantly. Um, that's how I found out about him. And I was like, he could teach me anything. Where oh, yeah. did you find him? What's the story? So I I went to high school with a guy, a buddy of mine, who moved to San Diego and and went to school. And then that guy went to study abroad in Spain. Mm. And um, you know, he was there for like 
I guess six months or what, however long this was 20 years ago. I don't remember, but I think it's six months. They go study abroad or a semester, whatever the hell it is. He comes back. He's like, dude, you gotta, you gotta meet this guy Manolo that I been hanging out with over there. And they didn't have cell phones back then. And this video shit and all that. Like I didn't know about the guy until, until he got back. So I didn't know what was going on in Spain. So he comes back. He's like, dude, you got to meet this guy. It's unbelievable. We had so much fun. Blah, 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 blah. I was like, all right, dude, fucking calm down. You know, like, well, what do you want me to do? So he, time passes, two months pass. He goes, Hey, my buddy that I've been telling you about Manolo, he's coming, he's coming to the United States. I go, okay, what do you want me to do, bro? You want me to go pick the guy up at the airport? He's like, let's, let's take him somewhere. I go, okay, well, what the fuck? What do you want from me? Where do you want to go? I was like, let's take him to Vegas. He goes, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Perfect, perfect, perfect. So first day I meet Manolo, he's, First day I meet Manolo, he comes with my friend to my house and we're going to Vegas on a Friday. I'm sorry, a Saturday afternoon. Manolo shows up in a cutoff t-shirt, basketball shorts, and a bandana on his head with long hair. Not as long as yours, but almost as long. And I'm like, this is the guy that you've been bragging about for whatever. Like, what the, what is this, bro? Like, what are we doing here? He gets in the car. He's like... Come on, Poppy. Let's go to let's go to Las Vegas, man. So, like, we're partying the whole way. We're having a good time. Everything's great. We're having a good time, and we get to the room, and we have a suite at MGM Grant. And Manolo unpacks his stuff very quickly and gets organized. And we're like, all right, you know, we're gonna go gamble, and we're gonna have some dinner. Then we're gonna come back, and then we're gonna shower, and then we're gonna go to the club later. He's like, yeah, yeah, that's perfect. That's perfect. That's perfect. So we're hanging out. We're hanging out in the room. He goes, hey, put on the TV. So we're watching some TV, and then the remote stops working. And, and you'll see where the story's going, but it's it's fabulous. So I go, okay, well, what do you want me to do, man? Like, the remote stopped working. Get up and change it. And he goes, I'm going to call the front desk. I go, okay. He picks up the phone. And this, this was so memorable to me because it was in that instant that I go, this motherfucker's good, man. Like he's fucking good. I can, I just saw it, you know, I saw just beams of stardom and he calls and he picks up the phone. He goes, hello, sweetie. (laughs) He goes, I want to let you know that the clicker to the television is not working. And I'm just sitting there in awe. Wow. That's really good. Like that's a fucking great delivery he could have just been like hi my batteries are not working in my remote so she goes i apparently the lady in the front says okay no problem we'll send somebody in to to give you a new remote sure he goes, thank you so much sweetie do you want to come up do you want to maybe have a good time and she just hangs up the phone so <laughs> five minutes later boom there's the knock on the door with the remote he goes watch this and i kid you not he takes his shirt off. So now he's shirtless with a bandana and basketball shorts. He swings open the door <laughs> and there's a guy standing there with the remote. He goes, hi, I've been waiting for you. <laughs> My television is broken. And the guy says, like, he goes, do you want to maybe come in and watch some TV with me? maybe some jenny jones american television the guy just turned just <laughs> shit turned, he's white he turned around and walked away he shuts the door set <laughs> i go oh my god that was great dude like 
fucking that was a show that you just put on. He goes, that's it. I gotta watch my TV. So long story short, long story short, at that moment, that's the last time I saw Manolo for that entire Vegas vacation. We showered, we left, we start walking to the nightclub, to the nightclub. We're walking to the nightclub. My friend and I went this way. He just veered off. He just went, I guess. We turned around and he was gone. We go, fuck it. There's no cell phones at this point. I didn't have a phone to call him. I don't know where he is. He's a grown man. Let's go. Let's let's go on our way. We get into the nightclub. We're at Pure at Caesar's Palace. Everybody's partying. It's a great scene. We're like, you know, doing our thing. Three hours later, probably about 2.30 in the morning, we look over. There's Manolo in a VIP booth with Sammy Sosa <laughs> and Tony Siragusa. Do you know Tony Siragusa? He's an ex-football player. I forgot. He played for multiple teams, but he's just a big, fat guy. And he was also an NFL reporter, sideline reporter, the goose. And I see him in the booth. I go, dude, there's Manolo in that booth. And we try to make our way over there. Couldn't, couldn't get in, like, you know, bouncers and all this shit. I'm like, sure. down, I'm trying to get his attention. No, no chance. So we're there and we can't get, we can't get him because he's facing the stage and we're behind it. I'm like, you know, trying, hoping that maybe he turns around. No, no dice. So we left it alone. We know that he's in there. We know that he's safe. We get to our hotel finally after partying all night. We pull in at about 4.30 in the morning into a limousine we 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 walk we were walking into the hotel and i see this door open up the limousine and in goes sammy sosa in goes siragusa in goes manola and we go manolo and he turns around and he goes i'll be back tomorrow man <laughs> <laughs> never saw him again no idea don't know how he got back i still to this day i still haven't asked him i don't know if he even knows I don't know how he got back. He never stayed in our room. I don't know where he slept. I don't know how he got back to Los Angeles. I have no idea. And then he got on a flight, left all his shit in the room. We had to pack up all his shit, left all his shit in the room, and he flew back to Spain. And I didn't see him for about four years. And I get a phone call one day, and he's like, hey, Jimmy, I live in L.A. now. I go, what the fuck? Really? Okay. He goes, let's play golf. I go, yeah, let's play golf, dude. So we get out there and man, it was just fire. It just, it never ended. And then it took me about 10 years to convince him like, Hey, let me film these tips. And then really when the club took off, um, I was like, bro, you could teach these guys a lot. Like, let me, let me film you and we'll make little videos about you giving lessons and that's what happened he was the instructor to tropicana guys only we weren't making videos we were just doing this just for tropicana guys and um it took off it just overnight it oh, literally overnight lee from colorado golf blog posted it and then like five million other people posted it and it was just like bing, bing, bing. And and I I ran the account. He didn't even have Instagram on his phone. 
<laughs> I was doing everything. He does He still to this day. I mean, he has it now, but he doesn't have TikTok, and it's insane. But I was watching this come through, and it was it was a spectacle. It was like you know he was getting ten thousand followers an hour, and it was just boom, boom. And I'm calling him, and he's like, "Okay, so what?" <laughs> I'm like, "Dude, you're getting a shit ton of followers." He's like, "Okay, what do I do?" I go, "I don't know. I have no idea what to do. I, I guess we got to go make some videos." He goes, okay, fine. We'll go tomorrow. By the next day, it was at 250,000. Jeez. Like, dude, this is a big audience. And it was incredible. The next five videos that we filmed, we filmed them in 12 minutes. Five videos. And they're the greatest, I believe, still, the greatest five videos that we've ever done. It was, it, it was incredible. He did the R. Kelly bump he he showed how to hit a bump and run and he's like he's bump and run not bump and grind don't be nasty r kelly (laughs) and he hits one over the water of how to hit it over the water he's like don't be boosy i was like bro you're fucking hammering it and then he just walked up to a bunker and he's like welcome to manolo spring break and he's in the bunker and he smack of the sand he said and that shit almost went in and i was like oh my god this is it you just did it. And you can tell they're all in the same green shirt and this stupid title is hat. And we just fired away. Boom, boom. And we couldn't miss. And I go, this is how you know that this is like heaven sent, man. Like you couldn't write these things. We still don't write shit, you know, like it's just what do you think about this? What can I say to be funny? And then like we just kind of. I don't know, we, we kind of just spit it out. We just we just spitball. And, uh, he's like, I like that. I like that. I like that. And then, and then he says none of it. And then he just turns it all around, mixes it all together, makes a bunch of incorrect slogans. And then it just comes out perfect. It's magic. Man. <laughs> Incredible. I, I would love one day to be able to have people come watch how we do it because, you know, people write these elaborate scripts and like do it over and over and over and over and they cut it and they edit it. Dude, I hit record. I go three, two, one, boom. And it just explodes. And he just fires it away once, twice. Sometimes we have to do it three times. If we have to do it three times, it's a disaster because he'll say an incorrect word or like, you know, curse by accident. It just comes out of fucking shit. And then he's like, oh, I can't say that. So he's got to start over. But yeah, it, it's crazy, man. It's a, it's a crazy ride that we're on. And this is, Manolo is teaching golf because that is the platform that it started. But Manolo will be a superstar, um, not teaching, but just being. And um, what we're doing right now is just a little, I mean, like he's, he's, we've done little things with Manolo teaches wine. Manolo teaches, he, he did this elaborate thing about a club sandwich. <laughs> that is fucking ridiculous. But he explained how to, how to make the perfect club sandwich and what's in it. And I was like, dude, that's so good. Like it's so good and so effortless. So that's how I know him. That's what's going on with him. He's got multiple deals right now. Corona Wilson. We're working on a couple things. We'll be at us open the whole weekend. Uh, he's hosting parties there and I'm just there with the camera, dude. And I, I'm just, I I'm just so excited that I was able I mean, not many people can say this, that you're able to legitimately help someone 
change their entire life. For sure. I was, I was in this game in the beginning to get him um, clients to, so that he could make extra money teaching golf. And the fact that this has gone off, I mean, it's, it feels so good for me to know that I've helped somebody achieve what they are supposed to be in life, you know? So that's, that's, that's the whole story with him. And, and I'm, I'm every day I wake up and I'm like, Holy shit, man, the dude made it, you know? And I love it. I love it for it. And, and I'm super excited for him and, and his life is, is made man. And he's doing what he's supposed to do. And that is Mm -hmm. so fulfilling for, for somebody, you know, I, I like to think that I am doing what I'm supposed to do. I don't think I'm there yet. I think that there's something else that hasn't hit yet. Um, but I know that he's doing what he's supposed to do. So people love him around the world. I read all the messages. It's unbelievable. He just touches people. Don't be nasty, but it it's, it's incredible. You know, it's really, really incredible. I'm super, I'm super proud of him. And I think that it's right here and he's going to get, he's going to do it, you know? And I hope that I'm just, I'll just drive the car, dude. <laughs> I'll, just oh, be right sure. I'll be right no, there. I always, I always love how effortless it was for him. Or yeah. is for him. Uh, I vividly remember the the one out of the bunker, his spring break, and then the don't be a pussy. That yeah, one. Yeah. I I was at work and I like cracked up laughing. I like walked to the back room and like calmed down. I was like, that that's great. It, it unreal. Yeah. It's sissy poos. Sissy don't be sissy pussy. <laughs> it's just um, it's just so natural. And like, that's the way that we speak to each other. So it's not like, you know, we're not high. I think that's what makes it great is like when we're out there doing whatever, that's how we talk to each other. Like this whole nasty perro, sick perro thing. Like that's what each one of us has a a thing that you're a sick perro, you know, like we, it's crazy. Like you're the kind of auto that goes into like a locker room with no, with no sandals on. And then like gets the fungus between your feet. Like you're a sick perro. You're a nasty, you go to a gentleman's club for the gentleman dog. You're a sick, nasty perro. (laughs) So like, it's just us. It's just us being us. And it's, it's great that people have appreciated that, you know, it's really, really fun. Yeah. I remember I reposted one and it was like 2000 followers and I was like, wow. This is like a hidden gem. And then all of a sudden I looked again and it was like 100K. Oh, it happened overnight, like, bro. It, I was, I was, like, I was literally in, in the barbershop getting my hair cut. And, and Jesse, my, the bar, my barber is watching and he's like, that's 10,000. That's 20,000. It was 10,000 a minute. A minute. Like, think about that. That's people investing in you. Even if it's just a little follow, they're investing in you at 10,000 people per minute. Like, it was insane i just i couldn't i couldn't catch my breath from it it was it was great but just like manolo um that's what makes this tropicana so crazy i mean we got like gabagool we got manolo we have so many guys we got foil we got a guy named robbie like it i can't even explain it how all these people have congregated and they all seem to be characters but it's all them you know like gabagool's not a character like it's just them. You know, everybody plays a role. That's what I think makes this thing so strong. I, 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 I don't have anything to do with it. I'm just there. I just hold the camera and I go, be, be you. And, and just like Manolo, I think a lot of people are going to get where they belong and where they should be 
through this platform of Tropicana. I really do think that he's not going to be the only one. I think people have talent that they have entertaining talent and they know how to entertain people. And like Lars, Lars Lewis, do you know Lars Lewis? The name sounds familiar. He's a uh, broadcaster from uh, Northern New York, and he's uh, he's called high school games and professional hockey games. And he just did our match play thing. He's got a very deep professional voice. Ladies and gentlemen, of Lars Lewis, he's marvelous. He's the great. Look him up. It's the greatest voice I've ever heard. Joe Buck and and Harvey, whatever the hell, and and even Vin Scully. He's right there, bro. And I'm telling you, it's just going to take people to listen and go, oh, I like that. I like it. It's professional. It's 1965, wide world of sports. Like, it's great. I mean, he's great. So I think more and more and more, these people are going to be exposed and they're going to come to us for that. And they provide entertainment for everybody else, too. You know, there's guys that just exist and they're just there. And, you know, they have a nine to five and they just want to come out and have a good time. And these guys are there for them and they just provide such a good time. And I want people to be where they're supposed to be and get where they're supposed to get. Um, and if I can make that happen or I can help make that happen, man, that's, that's so rewarding for me. You know, mm-hmm. like I, I wish I could help everybody do that. So you're going to see more of it for sure. It's coming, it's coming, it's coming. More people will be passed down the Tropicana pipeline. And they're going to explode out the other side and people are going to be like, wow, he was right. So keep an eye on that. And I'm super excited for what you guys are going to do. Um, like I said, I'm here for it. When you messaged me, I actually had to like pull over and like read it. Cause I was like, there's no way I screenshotted it and sent it to Derek and Derek called me. He's like, yeah. dude, don't screw this up. I was like, you <laughs> not let me touch my phone then. You know, so I, don't again, do, I don't do any podcast. I don't do any podcast. But I saw that you had um, an affiliation and a relationship with Odin. And Jordan is a guy that I really um, respect. He's a hustler, um, but he's a hustler in a in a professional way. Um, yes. He's willing to give anything a shot. And those are the guys that I respect. Throw a lot of rocks and you're going to break a window. That kind of that, that's how I end. I'll try anything. I don't give a damn. And if it fails. At least you weren't a boosy, you know, you tried it. So I know that if he's, if he's in line with you guys, you guys are all right. And I don't do a lot of these because I don't, I don't, I don't know. I just, it may seem like I like to talk a lot, but I, I don't want to tell everybody the story, the same story. You know, you see these guys that go on every podcast, it's the same goddamn story on everything. When I have something to say, I'll say it, you know, sure. and I think we were at a good time because we had the Vegas thing going on. And and everything else that's going on in the clubs blowing up. So I want people to know about it. And I want people to know that if you come to Tropicana, it's not it's not golf, really. I mean, like literally, we're doing we have a softball team. We're we're gonna start tennis as it starts warming up here. We have like personal events, like people invite each other. Hey, I got my birthday. Like, let's go do this. Golf is just an excuse, you know, like we're not pro golfers who gives a shit. I don't give a shit. If you shoot one twelve or 62, like who, I don't care. As long as you're cool, you're cool. Yeah. We have a lot of golf events because golf is the Avenue that lets us spend the most time together instead of sitting in a bar for four hours. At least we're doing something outdoors and, and fun and competitive and this and the other. So 
I want that. I want people to have that in their life. I want them to have this gang mentality that we have, you know, gang loosely, not, you know, yeah. like, whatever. <laughs> it's a gang. Like we're, we're, we're there for each other. And the whole family thing, like, you know, I have family that who cares? I don't even like them, you know, but everybody likes each other here and, and we got each other's back. So it's not a family, it's a gang, you know, and I want people to experience that because golf alone sucks by, you know, playing by yourself is terrible and, and living alone sucks. Like it's good to have a big network of people and events to go to where you just have to show up, man. You don't have to do anything. You don't have to call people and make sure they're coming. You don't have to like check in and make reservations and this. I do all that for you. You just show up and have a good time, have a beer, calm down. I got it all in control. And that's important to me. So I wanted to share that with, with the people. And, you know, I think that this is a good avenue to do it. And I, I'll bring some exposure to you guys as well and vice versa, because I think that we both are on the same platform of helping people. Yeah. It's all about growing the game, whether it's as a club, as a podcast, individuals, groups, whatever, right. It's the same goal, different avenues. Obviously you're, you're making it, which is super fun to see. And hopefully we continue to see you grow and everything. I think you're on the right track though. I appreciate that, man. And maybe when you have an event, you know, maybe sometime, maybe you invite me. I don't know. <laughs> I'm just saying, maybe, maybe I get an invite. I'm hoping. Well, maybe we'll do one close to you next time. Come down. We'll do it proper. We'll have a great time. We'll, I, we have lots of connections here in, in, uh, in LA and I can fill your roster in five minutes. So oh, yeah. we know a lot of guys in LA too. And we just kind of like, ah, San Francisco joins from that area. So we just kind of made sense. But yeah, I don't know. We know a handful of guys in that area as well. So I think between the people we know and then the Tropicana crew, we'd easily fill it. 100%. We'd love to help you. Well, maybe next time we'll twist Jordan's arm a little bit. Make it in LA. Just a little harder. He deserves it. <laughs> Jimmy, thank you for coming on. Again, I'm sorry Derek couldn't be here, but I'm sure Derek's going to listen and just cry. He's so excited. I tell him to use some mouthwash once in a while. Get those things out of I called him and he's like, yeah, it's from all the acidic stuff I eat. I was like, stop it. Yeah, what is that? I, I don't know. What could you I, eat? I, the- I, battery acid? I, lemons? I don't know. He's eating lemons. I've never seen him eat a lemon. <laughs> it's a weird gentleman <laughs> oh look i hope he feels better i hope you feel better when you want to come to southern california i'll trim that whole thing up. i mean i won't but i'll have my guy trim you up proper you'll walk out of there looking like brad pitt brad or maybe pretty brother, nice maybe his brother stupid <laughs> gotcha bitch. i'll fall for that <laughs> listen my brother thank you for having me on i appreciate you and uh, I appreciate your podcast and, and thank you for shining a little light. And uh, I hope that we can work together soon and in, in, in something. For sure. Absolutely. I'm always down. Cool. All right, brother. Appreciate it. Absolutely. Thanks for coming on. Hey, take care. Yeah. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye.